0: Hey everybody, welcome to 90-day fiance cray cray. I'm Kim.
1: And I'm Kyle. And I met I met an American when I was on vacation, you guys.
0: No and way. Can could, could
1: you, could you believe it? An American abroad. I met one and now they're coming to my home for Thanksgiving.
0: In London? There's no Americans there.
1: Stop it. That's you a crazy
0: place.
1: I'm not drunk. I haven't drank for four days.
0: I barely drank. Barely drank.
1: I barely drank. Congratulations to me.
0: Kyle, what's what's wrong with your shirt? The neck just looks like really loose. I think you just have an incredibly tiny neck.
1: The tiniest neck.
0: It's so skinny. (laughs) I have never seen a neck this small.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, uh, the other thing I wanted to um, tell people this is a little insight into my wife and I's relationship. When I met my wife, the first thing I did was correct her about Jesus. She thought oh, she knew.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: as a dumb, non virgin whore person, I had to correct the record right away.
0: Thank you. God for that. When you yeah. took her to your church, did you point out the statue of G oh that's a different show? Sorry. Going going to the other the way.
1: Other 28 couples that we're talking about.
0: That's Mary. She had to point out yeah. Jesus Christ to Brandon. Uh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, dude, this is a great episode. I really loved it. I Nicola's mom does not give gives zero fucks let's be very oh cool. zero God. fucks about it he's like he's gonna fly away to america and never come back mama and she's like great can i help you awesome pack? good uh, get the I've fuck already, out <laughs> i've already started changing your bedroom into a craft room like uh we, I, we can can we rush this along
1: <laughs> i disagree with you about her not giving a shit i think she gives a lot of shits for him to get the <laughs> fuck out of her house.
0: I guess I meant about, like, Misha being divorced, having daughters. Yeah, she literally no. says, so what?
1: I I mean, <laughs> she, I think that Misha could be, like, a 78-year-old man, and mom <laughs> would be totally fine with all of this.
0: I love how the brother's like, I'm just surprised you didn't pick a virgin. I'm like, is it Nikola, like... 52? Like, where are you gonna find a virgin, you old creeper? Like, stop this.
1: However, he does it, it's gonna be creepy. For sure. It,
0: that's true. It's just like, come on, man. Um, but Can yeah, you imagine I putting
1: just... that on Tinder when you're in your I think he's in his late 40s. hello <laughs> I, I am looking weird. for virgin. <laughs> I am also virgin. Let's talk about Jesus. Come to my Catholic website. <laughs>
0: Only virgins need apply.
1: I'll tell uh, you why you're wrong about God on our first <laughs> date.
0: I also am very curious about like Cleo and her astrology obsession, because is this just like selective astrology? Like the belief? Because it last always week, is. last week the astrologer was pretty clear. And now I see a, uh, Trying on costumes and planning holidays and cooking together. Like,
1: it's always selective because your life would be completely fucking unhinged if you actually followed (laughs) what any of these people tell you. Also, so I I saw some comment that, like, we care a lot about astrology. Like, I care. So like it's astrology does not enter my life in any way, except these fucking shows. And it's like every goddamn episode. It's every episode cam. It's like astrology and ax throwing. It's, it's my entire fucking, like every guys, goddamn Sunday.
0: We love a astro- Like we care about astrology in the way that we love to make fun of it. So just give us that it's part of the podcast. Um, More you than me, but I also like David and Sheila continue to be very serious, but David has brought up a point that we always talk about and that is never like really discussed by anyone ever on the show that I can remember, which is it is really hard to connect on a deeper level with your partner when you do not fluently speak the same language. Yeah, David and, you said know, he is like disappointed that she hasn't learned to sign and it's because like it's hard to really connect with her.
1: Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, he's literally I can't think of any other cast member where this is a one way issue. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, he literally can't,
0: he can't learn, learn be- anything. Yeah. Yeah. he Can't learn so, her language.
1: So it's. It's all on her, which I don't know if you're going to date David, that's the package that you're signing up for. You know, it, I, it's hard. Like on the one hand, it kind of feels a little bit unfair to her.
0: Yeah. But mm-hmm.
1: on the other hand, that's who you're with. And it, it does look extremely difficult. How do you connect over iPhone voice? You know, it's tough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I all, the most infuriating part of the episode though was Riley trying to tell Violet that hiring a private investigator to background check your significant other and follow them around in a car is just something people do in my country.
1: It's, it's just an American cult- thing. It's
0: a culture. It's but
1: my I culture. didn't act I didn't actually do it. But I would have if I could afford it. <laughs> Also all Americans oh. totally do this. In my culture we like to know about people. I don't know about your dumbass culture, but he, it, where where I come from the land of the free, we need to know everything about someone's background and everything they've ever done.
0: That's right? freedom. Ugh. Man, what an episode. What an episode. I just we haven't heard anything from the matt sharp gods about a subsequent season upcoming so we can assume that it's before the 90 into the indefinite future although a lot of these seem to be like wrapping up like riley only has a day statler's going home soon feels like misha's trip is wrapping up so i don't know how much longer we're going to see these people i have to say i'm not sick of them yet
1: Tyre, we had one scene in we, four episodes, and yeah, he's he's not in the preview for next episode. Hopefully, this is over.
0: You know, I forgot, like literally, because we see some of these people so rarely. Like Riley and Violet were absent for like three weeks. Tyre just like disappeared off the face of the earth. I get confused between Toe ninety day UK and before right. the ninety day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like they must just be on a different iteration of this franchise but damn yeah we just haven't seen tyree in a while which is fine i don't need to see him anymore
1: uh jasmine has completely lost the plot here
0: oh dude this woman is just unhinged i forgot totally
1: off the rails
0: she um, said some logical things once like a few episodes ago and i was like she's not so bad and then this episode i was like she is insane
1: Like it literally, it did feel like for a moment she was becoming a little bit (laughs) self-aware of her anxiety and her rage. And, (laughs) you know, she pissed on Gino's face in a hot tub and things were going so well for an episode and a half. And, uh, look, you were, there is nothing she could do short of physical violence that would make me feel bad for Gino I just don't. He knows what he's in for. He's a gigantic piece of shit. Don't feel bad for him, but he's not in the wrong here at all, I don't think.
0: I like for this particular specific topic, I am totally team Gino. And meaning yeah, let's look for an apartment that is reasonable and affordable. $3,000 is an insane amount of money. That's to my pay. mortgage.
1: That's more than <laughs> my mortgage.
0: Yeah, that's more than most people's mortgages, and like she's in Panama. It's not like yeah. she's living in like New York City or something. I mean, Panama. Yeah, it's Panama. So she
1: has her. Sh- she has like short-term <laughs> memory loss too, because she's always, she's almost always the one that starts the fights, and then five minutes later she <laughs> screams like I was massaging you, and you started yelling at me. <laughs> um. think you missed like 12 (laughs) things that happened in between those two
0: right (laughs) i just glad we saw the toothbrush oh my
1: god so So good good. i mean she she knew what she was doing even in the midst of her blind rage
0: (laughs) i just wonder if like is her rent so high because uh she lives in a gay community or is it like a (laughs) different? she said it was a gay community <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you're not a listener to our premium <laughs> podcast i mean that moment was enough for anyone to sign up i'll post something on like our instagram about it but like the funniest fucking thing that's happened on this podcast for like a year
0: <laughs> kyle dare we dare we start with cleo and christian
1: I think we can this week. <laughs> it's not, it's not the most uh, horrific episode of them. Um, I well, the worst thing that happened on this episode was Christian's gangster twenties gangster voice.
0: Oh my god,
1: it's really so bad. bad.
0: What like yeah. if you're in that costume store with all of those options for basically any costume ever, why are you going to pick that one?
1: because he thinks he looks hot and it it's also like covers suit. up his yeah, it covers up his balding hair. Yeah. That's really oh, the only such reason. a bad
0: choice. Yeah. Um
1: you know, he thinks he looks slick in it.
0: Ugh. Well, so does Cleo. And this I think this is why I feel so uncomfortable watching Cleo and Christian. I mean, it's like Christian's stories about sitting next to sober teenage girls on a flight when he's wasted in the middle of the night um is alarming but also like it's because Cleo thinks he's so perfect and so hot Ugh, i just, yeah. i'm just like how i just
1: frightening it, it
0: makes it makes it hard for me to relate to Cleo too and i'm like who are these people it's like wow he's, he's just
1: a, he's a he's a pencil neck geek <laughs> Who's pencil not neck. funny? Like literally, the only person I could ever call a pencil neck because it came up on the show. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it feels it's like such a Revenge of the Nerds like eighties insult.
0: That is the one of the smallest necks I've ever fitted. It's so oy, small.
1: <laughs> oh, Pine Dexter, get your tawny <laughs> neck over here to my fancy dress doll. <laughs>
0: Kyle, how much would you have paid for them to have filmed this at John Walter's Fancy Dress Store?
1: Oh, all the money.
0: missed opportunity. I know Western Supermare is like two hours from London on the fast train, maybe. Doesn't matter. Worth it. Worth it. (laughs) What else are Um, they doing all day? Come on. Cleo Um, is
1: really turned on by King Arthur, though.
0: Oh, God. She really... She's really into it it's... i i can't she said I think I wrote down the quote, "I can't believe I pulled this guy just by being my weird self online. I'm like, he's not a good cat. what are you? It's so confusing. I don't get it, but I don't know um... then he gives her that necklace he like half ass tells her he loves her. he's like, giving you this necklace is to show my love for you and she's like, yeah, my Your love for me. I'm like, if somebody's showing their love to me, it better be with more than sterling silver. Okay. I just like want to get it out there. Not enough.
1: It is a necklace of sterling silver, my lady. (laughs) Like, okay, I guess that's nice, but it's just the way that he just presented it was kind of an odd choice. Um, I kind of feel like these two just need to get out of London and spend the rest of the trip at a ren fair, just yeah. become just like or follow around Dempsey's dad up and down the countryside and just live at a carnival. They would be so much happier
0: they I think they would be they seemed really into these costumes I just this is this shop assistant, probably the best we've seen. He was leaning in so hard. he trolled Christian with his tiny neck comment. And then he—I don't know—he was just like really charming and funny.
1: I really think that Christian should. I, I'm, I'm totally serious. Christian should literally become a carny.
0: <laughs> he what he looks—he looks like they would. Yes, I agree. Wouldn't that be
1: great for him? You get to travel around. You get to dress up in fancy dress. You get, you get to, to get talk waste. To
0: people. Like
1: no one's going to be surprised that you're drunk and hitting on chicks. Like all day, yeah.
0: No, you don't
1: even have to shower. You can be sweaty, and (laughs) it's fine.
0: Which we know that nobody on this show ever showers, so I mean, it's a perfect perfect. fit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, the thing is, he tacked on this trip to Thanksgiving, which. Honestly, my husband and I have done a lot because you already have some days off if you want to take a long trip. Sure. Do it like over Thanksgiving. And Cleo just, I don't know, they go to the store to like make food. And part of me is thinking, just go for a pub meal. Like it's just a regular Thursday in the UK. And Christian doesn't know how to make a turkey. Can we be honest?
1: No, there's no way. There's got to be a place that does like, an American-style Thanksgiving special it, dinner somewhere in London.
0: In London, Kyle, it's the UK. It is so oh, far away from no, America. There's no, there's no Americans there. There, you've
1: never, you've <laughs> never seen an American in a pub in London before.
0: No, no, it would be insane if do you, you were to that, meet another American in London.
1: Do you think that they have Thanksgiving at the London gay community?
0: I thought she said it was a gay community. <laughs> absolutely yes okay
1: good good it's
0: probably delicious (laughs) yeah
1: i mean christian can't christian's not gonna be able to cook for shit i mean the guy is excited to find creamed corn which i have a story about creamed corn first of all
0: am i gonna throw i can
1: i can tell you that it is difficult and sometimes impossible to purchase cream corn anytime time except the week of Thanksgiving. And you can only get it in like a major supermarket. I know this because I have a family recipe for a corn casserole for Thanksgiving that uh, my, mo- my mother passed down to me from like, a f- like the most 50s recipe that's ever existed. I literally think that she got this from the back of a Ritz cracker box in like the <laughs> 60s. Amazing because it's this is the recipe, and I I can post this in the Facebook group. It is the first thing that gets eaten at Thanksgiving every year.
0: Really? It is. Oh, you're selling it. I'm gonna make it.
1: The first thing every year. Four ingredients, if I recall creamed corn from a can, nothing fancy here.
0: So Creamed corn
1: from a can. It
0: includes the creamed corn, not yeah. just regular corn. It has it's to already be cream. It,
1: it's the okay. creamed corn. It must be pre-creamed. Okay. I don't know
0: what that means, but pre-creamed <laughs> it is.
1: I, never say pre-creamed again, please. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Carry on.
1: Um, a pound of bacon. Uh, chopped and cooked. Or, like, you know, fried. Uh, probably, like, two bunches of green onions. And then an entire sleeve of Ritz crackers.
0: Ritz crackers. Crumbled? Ritz crackers.
1: Crumbled. Or just, like, whole, Crumbled. Crumbled.
0: So, like, smash them all up really finely? Yep.
1: Yeah. And you stir that shit up. And you bake it. And... It- it is the the number one thing that gets eaten at Thanksgiving every year.
0: This is, I mean, I guess we have a carb. We have bacon. You have it all. You have corn <laughs> that has somehow been creamed.
1: Ritz turns Ritz crackers turned out turn out to be a fantastic binding agent. You know,
0: excellent. I guess it's not yeah. unlike panko or like some other breadcrumb.
1: <laughs> there, totally, hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try it. I need to get the, the portions right, though. The proportions. Yeah,
1: I'll I'll get mom's recipe. She wrote it down on a piece of paper, and I, I, I laminated it. It's literally the only thing. So it's a joke in our household, so don't come at me. But it's the only thing that I make my wife cook for me every year. Like one thing, and it's like a joke.
0: Because you you can't it's it's hard for you to combine these four things.
1: Oh, I've yourself? I've never made it. I've actually never made it in my life. <laughs> 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 it's Rules it's a joke in our household conditions. It's, it's, it's like an ongoing joke that she has to make it, and it always gets eaten. So,
0: oh, it's popular. Yeah. Um, so they're going. Uh, this this is why I'm upset though with Cleo and Christian. This this episode why do we just get the sapia toned flashback of oh, christian at the bar why can't the we get funniest the part of their
1: whole segment it was so hours. stupid
0: <laughs> cleo goes what happened after the grocery store visit it took me i had to re-watch this quickly to like understand what happened after they go to the grocery store christian goes somewhere well clearly to a pub and cleo has to go to class so, like, while she's at class, she said she was gone for four hours. He was at the pub getting wasted, talking to this American as woman.
1: Fuck, he is look- shit housed.
0: I want to know so many more things about his conversation with this woman. She looks so annoyed with him.
1: Oh, his game is awful.
0: It's so he, bad.
1: He, his game, like, I just assume Christian is hitting on everyone he speaks to. And so basically C- yeah. Christian's opening line is I am not drunk today. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot.
0: <laughs> She's like, uh, he's like, um, whoa, you're American. I just can't believe oh, it.
1: God.
0: Like, uh, lived here for 10 years. There's, I'm sure when here.
1: you, I'm sure when you were single and traveling, you just definitely wanted to meet Americans. Everywhere you went.
0: I mean, sometimes you're into it, right? Because you're like if you're in a party town or something, not really in London. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, not Christian, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was like a hot American that I was interested in, but um yeah, when Cleo gets home, Christian is wasted. And he's like, You want a like, to make this? <laughs> I'm not a big drinker, but I'm on vacation. Thanks. (laughs) He literally says that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start using that when I drink again. I'm not a big drinker, but I'm on vacation.
1: It's such, I invited her to Thanksgiving and her response is, that's weird which is fair
0: that that. that,
1: like uh, her response has her response is not abnormal in any way neurodivergence or none or not. Right. I agree. That's fucking weird.
0: Like if I go to an international city to see my significant other, and it's just the two of us making a romantic dinner together. And then I invite some rando of the opposite sex. From the bar that I met two hours ago, I'm going to be like, no.
1: I no. kind of feel like this isn't real.
0: I feel like the girls declined the invitation.
1: Yeah, I think this isn't real. If he said, if he invited her, I kind of feel like they would have showed that because her reaction would have been hilarious. Her, she, I, I, I can just imagine this girl being like uh <laughs> you know that would have been a yeah. fucking comedy gold and then in the preview for the next episode we're spoiled that she's like not there
0: yeah i know she doesn't come and so it makes me wonder honestly kyle if like his whole story about getting drunk on the plane and like sitting by these random just girls, make shit up. i feel yeah. like he's making that up too i just don't he- feel like a st- I don't feel like a flight attendant would accept that behavior. Like that is super yeah. weird and creepy. He's
1: he's a super braggart. Um, yeah. We know he he fudges the truth at best. Like that's a kind interpretation. And so, th- I think there is a world where this is going better than we see on TV. And the producers are egging him on to make her, to create drama, which in a normal circumstance would be kind of funny, but it feels pretty gross given her like anxiety and and just, you know, also the, just as a trans woman, trying to be in a relationship with a cis male who, you know, identifies as straight. That's a really precarious position for her emotionally and, 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 If these things are just being made up on the fly to cause drama, like that's, that's icky.
0: Yeah. I mean, she, I was great. I was happy that Cleo was very clear about why this was uncomfortable for her. Like she immediately tells Christian directly, you know, socializing is hard for autistic people and I would normally have to know somebody for like two years before I'd I'd invite them to my house. Like this gives me anxiety and i'm like not comfortable with it and he's like come on what's the big, like he has like again no empathy yeah for he just like doesn't get it um well, what if
1: you met her first that's not
0: that's not the thing dude <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't even know her you met her at the pub for 10 minutes like what are you talking about this isn't like your childhood friend it, it's strange Also, you know,
1: in the next episode, they ask him, "Well, did you get her number?" And he's like indignant about this, like, "No," but he has her. He must have her contact information in some way if he actually did invite her to Thanksgiving. Does that? How you
0: arrange the logistics? Like, right?
1: Like, if he didn't get her contact info, that means that he like said, "Be at this address at this time," (laughs) like. Nope, there's no fucking way that there's that no went way. down at a bar.
0: And and Cleo calls it out perfectly. I mean, she, it took her a little long, but she's like, it feels a little strange that he continuously is like seeking validation from other women. All the and time. And that is, that is what he's doing, like by yeah. chatting girls up all the time. So, I Christian's just a this is a disaster, but Jane's back next week. Poor Jane's getting just dragged in left and right. Um, yeah. Ugh. Any, anything else about these two?
1: Poor Jane is like the hero we need, which she kind of reminds, like, I I feel about her kind of the same way that, um, Nicole, who was Nicole's like yoga friend on tow last season.
0: Oh, yeah. Who, was,
1: who just like laid the fucking smack down. And then he's like, please <laughs> never hang out with her again. <laughs> and she says, okay.
0: <laughs> that was great. I wonder whatever happened to her. Oh, love that woman. Yeah. Anyway. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Life can bring really tough choices. Like... Should you go to Barbados to find the man or maybe woman who catfished you on a dating website for like seven years while you were unemployed and acting as a caretaker for your sick mother? Okay, that one's pretty clear, but all jokes aside, there's just so much uncertainty in life, and ideally we aim to make better life choices than the cast of the reality TV shows that we love to watch. But the right path forward isn't always super obvious. Being an adult is hard, and there are so many decisions to make around career and relationships and family Therapy can help you stay connected to what you really want and can help you generally navigate through life with confidence. My experience with therapy has been that when I know I have time slotted to talk through issues that I have, whether it's real issues about my career or my relationships or sometimes just general anxiety, I'm better to take care of the people in my life when I have a third party that's giving me input and helping me navigate through through those issues you know it's really helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries it really empowers you to be the best version of yourself and just helps you navigate through life with a lot more confidence if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online it's designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule you just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/slash cray cray to get 10% off your first month. I know the code is a little ironic, uh, but that's BetterHelp. So better H E L P dot com slash Cray Cray. And thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this show and this episode. Um let's let's go straight into Misha Nicola, stars of the stars of the season these two in my opinion if you didn't
1: didn't know that misha was a crazy person on the internet um i think that she would be a fan favorite because she is absolutely like so reasonable and emotionally stable the thing is just I, i still just believe i've believed this for a long time i think Within two days of being with Nico, she checked out and she's just I just don't believe that she could be this emotionally mature on the show. If she actually still had a real interest in this guy, because this would be like really devastating everything that's going on if you actually liked him. And also we know that she is an insane person in real life. And so I just I just don't have a hard time buying this. It's great TV, but everything that she says on the show is correct and makes sense. <laughs> it is like very <laughs> insightful. And I'm just not used to it. I don't know what to make of it.
0: She is, I mean, she's media trained, so can start there. It's like her whole job, isn't it? Um it, she yeah, she's very She's very articulate, that's for sure, but yeah, she everything going just based off what we see on the show, yeah, everything she says is is true and correct. This is Nicola's problem with her being divorced. His family doesn't give a fuck. They do not care. They do not care.
1: The first thing that he tells his mom about Misha is that she posted about Jesus, and I corrected her) <laughs>
0: <laughs> Misha works for the Catholic Church. Like, uh, oh, that's a mansplaining times a hundred.
1: Uh-huh, um, uh-huh.
0: But why did she like why would you respond to that? I would just like block that person.
1: <laughs> Man.
0: Uh, um you know, they met on Facebook and uh
1: and then it became you know, romantic, you know.
0: We might get engaged. Mom is ecstatic. She's like, great. When are you leaving for America? The brothers are hilarious. The brothers are like, mama, he's going to go. He's going to go to America. He's never going to come back. He will fly
1: away and never return.
0: I wish him good life. (laughs) You know? (laughs) It was so fast her reaction, too. She's like, I'll come visit maybe one day or not. Uh, Yes, go on, go forth. We're not going to judge anyone.
1: (laughs) God, finally. I can start watching my. Gay community porn in peace without being judged all the time. (laughs) Such a pain in the ass.
0: The brothers are really funny too. (laughs) Yeah. I can't get a read on the brothers. So Nico's in the middle, right? I think he's an older brother and a younger brother.
1: Correct. He's the middle child.
0: And are they married? I have no idea. I assume so just because the brothers don't live with mom. Only Nico does. Yeah. And so we can assume they have like wives and stuff. And they're just like all so confused how Nico's, is it six or seven years? Because here, Nicola says six years, but previously we thought they were talking for seven years. It's been a lot of fucking years and they know nothing about her. That's enough for me to be like relationship over, like, sorry.
1: The only thing they care about is that he's old. So get married before I fucking die, please. And just be done with it.
0: (laughs) She, yeah. Mom just wants him to get married before she dies. If you, the brother's very sweet. If you have a treasure like this, you need to be more open with us. Oh, but yeah, he is. He is not having it. I, I don't understand. Like. What is going on with Nikola? Is he just like, is this incel behavior? Like what, what's happening here? Why is he embarrassed of Misha?
1: He, um, at the end of the day, he wants a trad wife. He wants someone who's going to be submissive and meek and keep sweet, pray and obey. That's, that's what he wants. Why doesn't he go get that? Misha clearly is not that. And, uh, it's not, I don't even know, like he's, he's, I don't know if embarrassed is the, is the right word, but, um, I just kind of see it in his eyes that he's the type of guy that if they do get married, it's going to turn on a dime and the mask is going to fall off even more than it already has. We're married under the eyes of God and the. Bible says that you need to get your ass in the kitchen and start making more babies for me. I think that's what it's going to be yeah he, this is, like what we're seeing is Nicola playing
0: nice hmm that's a concern
1: he he doesn't just... like he doesn't like that she is intelligent and talks back to him. That's all this is. He's he's controlling. It's not that he's embarrassed. It's that he's concerned that he's not going to be able to control her.
0: Yeah. I wish that we knew more about his family background. Like, I know his family was speaking Arabic, but then somebody said in the Facebook group they were also speaking Hebrew. Yeah. We know they're not Christian. No. I just like, how did Nicola get this way? His brothers seem pretty normal. <laughs> I know. I His know. brothers seem like very well adjusted. Like, what's up with Nikola?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: they go. Oh, Akka okay.
1: or Acre looks really cool.
0: It looks very, really cool.
1: Yeah, it, it is the site of several battles during the Crusades. And that's a town that's been like destroyed 50 fucking times in the last 5,000 years. Really fascinating history. Um, and she she asks him the burning question, which is again sane, which is why was that such a big fucking deal we ate right? we ate awesome we ate awesome food, your mom was super stoked um maybe there is some latent embarrassment from the fact that this is the first girl he's ever introduced to pretty much anyone, and he he maybe he is aware that it's pretty freaking late. And it's just embarrassing on his face to be this late in life. But I don't know. So she asks him why, why, why so much trouble? And he just like literally denies everything that there's no problem. Everything's great.
0: Yeah, this is. Misha is correct. Like her assessment is so correct that it's Nikola's problem. He is the one hiding her. He wants to like lock her in a closet, not have anybody else know about her. It's really weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. I hope we I hope we see more of them in the next few episodes because they were absent for a while. And I hope that they're saving the best for last. Like this has got to explode somehow, right?
1: If, it feels like in a normal situation, if this was a real relationship, it would have exploded 10 times over by now yeah like I just I, I don't understand the disconnect between her emotional intelligence and the reality of what's happening and her ability to just take these punches and not completely freak the fuck out all the time
0: Can you imagine Jasmine being in this relationship?
1: She would have killed <laughs> he, she, he would he would have drowned in the rocks he, like, he, <laughs> She would have beat him to death with a fishing pole and drowned him <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's end on a high note. Gino <sighs> Jasmine. <laughs> what is happening here? What is happening? Uh... Jasmine is distracting Gino from this baby conversation. She just dropped a bomb on him like two hours prior to this ho- all happening, which was, I am not going to have a baby for you. And now we have forgotten all about that because she's like screaming, throwing toothbrushes and raving about like her $3,000 apartment. Uh,
1: okay. Okay. We need to start at the beginning because after she tells him I'm not having your child ever and I hate your family, uh, it's time to clean his face (laughs) off. You know, it's very important. She wants him to feel that he is the king of her heart. So he gets a mask, he gets a massage, and the feet are getting massaged, massage, and everything is so lovely and sweet. And they feel like they're really connecting at emotional an emotional level.
0: Why do you always leave me? Abandon me, Gino! <laughs> <laughs> she asks him things that she knows is impossible. He cannot stay in Panama. He's got to go to work. First you say six, then nine, then
1: 13. Miles. Yeah, but COVID
0: always excused, you though.
1: I mean, that's the a pretty visa. fucking powerful excuse.
0: This is the way the conversation went. The visa is taking a long time. Yeah, because of the pandemic. You always have an excuse. Like, Well, that's it's like kind of like saying like there's a war, you know, I mean. Right. It, it, it's a valid excuse. Yeah, I
1: don't know. Do you think that hiring a lawyer would help?
0: No, I don't. It certainly
1: hasn't helped. I I can't remember a single time where hiring a lawyer, when the process was already going, uniquely helped move things along, right? Like I I do believe that Gino is capable of filing the paperwork correctly because he did it before. He knows how to do this.
0: He has obtained, he has gone through this exact process successfully by himself before. And Gino just seems like, look, Gino is dumb in so many ways, but this is not one of the ways. He is, Gino strikes me as a person that will read all of the instructions and follow them to a date. Yes. Yes.
1: Do you think that Jasmine is maybe projecting, I I don't think that, um, I, I don't know much about Panama's government, or if it's like overly corrupt or anything. But do you, does she think that he can just like bribe someone?
0: I think Jasmine is all about like the like keeping up appearances and like she just wants him to spend, she just wants to be able to say yes. And my fiance hired a very fancy lawyer to take yeah. up our case. I don't think she's yeah, very really true. interested in like better outcomes. I think it's just all about appearances.
1: And if she makes, if she makes the time that it's taking to get the visa, his fault, then she can justify him paying for her luxury lifestyle.
0: Yeah, I guess so. The thing is like Jasmine says, I know he can afford it, but I just, again, like this isn't the fault. We hear a lot of the fiancés say this. I just don't think that they understand like salary versus the expense of living in America. Like even I know China lives in a Michigan. Month. Three like, that three, is, you could buy a mansion in Michigan, many parts of Michigan, for three grand a month. Like
1: if you had the that's down payment, amount of money you could yeah. have a beautiful home.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, three thousand a month is half of the median salary in the country.
0: You could probably so, buy a house in Detroit for
1: $3,000. There was a point that you could for sure. Yeah. Not but now, but it's just like, even if, even if Gino's making six figures, you know, the guy has his own expenses. Not that they're that high, but he's getting up there in age. He needs to save a lot of money for retirement. Yeah. Bringing her over is going to be uh, also a big chunk cost wise.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just. And- he was unemployed during the pandemic. Let's not forget the last trip that we saw him on, he he had lost his job during COVID. So he's probably trying to make things up and he's a saver. Like he just he does seem like he's um financially conscious. Like he he's frugal, which is a great quality in a person. And, and <laughs> maybe one clear, of his only good qualities.
1: <laughs> like I I I want to be clear about something. I think that he does owe her support. Because he's the reason that she's unemployed, but yes, totally but, agree. That, but like three thousand a month, man. Like it's like what, wild.
0: What was she, what was she doing before? How did she live before she, was a she te- met? Gino? She was a
1: she was a teacher, and her apartment was smaller, but and it wasn't in a fancy building with a, a view of the fucking like ocean. Um, but it wasn't like. The place that she had, which I'm sure Gino was contributing to, on their f- previous season was smaller, but it was fine.
0: It was really—I remember it being nice. I think it at least had a cutting board. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, that was. Uh, but yeah, I love it. Like Gino, God, stays that was pretty so calm. long. That it. was
1: so fucking long ago. The cutting board.
0: He even suggests. What if we just get a two thousand dollar a month apartment, which you can imagine in Panama probably is still really nice? And she's like, losing. I don't even think.
1: I I he's just like, maybe we can look around. You know, he's basically (laughs) trying to do like a Holly. Maybe we can look around and find a gay community. You know, and gay community and. That's all he's asking. He just wants to go on a tour of the gay community and just see what's out there. Maybe you could find something for two grand a month.
0: He might feel more comfortable with her in a gay community after what she, she says she did at the end of this fight. But yeah, Yeah. I just, I, he literally actually, he specifically says, get your phone and let's look at two other apartments. I thought that was really reasonable. Gino right. rarely says anything reasonable. That was reasonable. Yeah. And she is just, she's still stuck on like, if you have money for sugar babies and taking your ex-wife to Legoland 10 years to ago. Legoland. Like, what? 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 To she's Legoland. You took her to Legoland.
1: Legoland. Like, what the <laughs> you, fuck? You keep in mind, at the time they were married.
0: <laughs> it's not like he just yes. took his
1: ex to Legoland. Like... You were a married couple and how dare you do things with your ex-wife one time?
0: It's so strange that she brings Didn't up you Legoland. Just, like
1: you she you just got back from a, a a golden shower bang trip. That's way better than going to Legoland.
0: Tickets for Legoland California start at 119.
1: That much? Jesus.
0: That's, uh, yeah, that's but like that's not a $3,000 a month.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Apart,
0: like, okay, like we can, you can go to Legoland too.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you're welcome to go.
0: Such I, a weird flex. <laughs>
1: that's so strange.
0: <laughs> um, But yeah, she starts throwing his clothes on the floor and telling him to leave. I mean, she and, the rate has at to which she becomes. Food, the
1: clothes uh, is so dumb.
0: The rate at which these two feed off of each other to become so unhinged is alarming. I mean, she goes from zero to a thousand in, like, I would say ten seconds. Like, she is so pissed. What does she expect him to just give in? He always says no. I don't get it. Like, anyway, he's throwing her clothes on the floor.
1: She usually does get her way eventually. But, um this is i think that gino held it together pretty well as long as could be expected (laughs) but but once he lets loose once he shuffles off the the coil of uh civility i mean it's just it's on and it's so absurd they're act they're just acting like children like you do this well i'm gonna do this and you did that so i'm gonna do that too you're trash you're trash i'm gonna throw clothes because you did that like The lack of creativity from Gino is unfortunate because he just is like a copycat of her bad behavior. He 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 doesn't say he's like, you're trash. Yeah. Well, you're trash, too. Like, are we four? God.
0: He she calls him a cheap weirdo motherfucker.
1: Fuck you. A hundred times. Fuck you. You fucking pay for all those bitches. And I just want rent. You cheap weirdo motherfucker. I want you to (laughs) die. Get out of my house. Wow,
0: (laughs) it is so bad.
1: And yet, they're probably still going to get back together.
0: (laughs) Oh, they will. They will. Jasmine is in consult Later, they're like talking again. It's still in the apartment on the couch. And I'm like, how are you still both in the same space? Like, if anybody acted like that towards me, I would leave for at least seven days. Right. I mean, minimum.
1: This ITM was filmed like... After this fight and they are both like very calm when it begins.
0: But the, but the, the, where she's crying in the apartment still with the leered color things in her hair. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, you're the, she's talking about how like Gino's the only person she's going to have in America. And it makes her so like nervous to think if he's going to treat her like shit, she's not going to have anyone to go to. That is a legit concern. Like for anyone going, moving internationally, like it is scary to go and think I'm really dependent on my significant other. I better be sure about them. But he said, I'll give you love, but I'm not paying three thousand dollars a month for an apartment. And she just like
1: this this just feels like um she screaming at him and throwing the toothbrush didn't work. And so she's going to downshift into manipulation. And I I mean I know that she does have anxiety, clearly, but this felt like she was trying to use that as a weapon to try to get yeah. what she wants. Sobbing and crying. I have anxiety. You're so bad to me. I'm so scared of moving and blah, blah, blah. I, I'm i sure that she does have anxiety about it, but she's been beating him with a brick about getting a visa to get
0: to Michigan for
1: years. Like, come the fuck on.
0: Yeah, I was giving
1: you like, a massage. I was giving you a massage and you started yelling at me. Like, fuck. He didn't start yelling until like 20 minutes into your meltdown.
0: He, she literally, all she wants is to move to the United States. And now she's saying it's this big sacrifice for her. I'm like, uh, this is a different story than you've been telling.
1: Right. Which all is a season. Right. Yeah. No.
0: But the craziest part is this ITM, which is God knows how many months after this was filmed, because Jasmine looks completely different, completely different hair, completely different contour makeup. Her boobs look different. Like, I don't even know what's happened here, but all it takes is Gino saying the most triggering thing ever for her, which is that his family and Jasmine (laughs) are of equal importance in his life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Row.
0: Sh- <laughs> it's a be between my fucking- family. I'm gonna be tied with fucking anyone.
1: <laughs> Fuck marriage. <laughs> Fuck marriage. Fuck it, you piece of shit.
0: <laughs> there are so many F bombs being thrown around. I don't even know what was said exactly.
1: Oh man. If that's like if you could think of one thing to say to Jasmine that would make her go completely nuclear meltdown it's it's that she's on an even playing field with anyone much less his family that she hates
0: oh my god right and i fucked my ex last month and i'll fuck him again
1: do you want to see a video of it you want
0: to see a video of it like what I what? swear
1: to God it's true. I fucked him a month ago. He's the best fuck I've ever had, and uh, yeah, good stuff.
0: Why would you say this? You're incriminating yourself. Have you ever seen like a petulant toddler break their own shit because they're mad? That's oh, yeah. like what Jasmine's doing. I'm like, don't don't do don't say that. You can't take that back. Because I kinda I don't, don't feel true. like.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like the video's real. Yeah.
0: Uh, She might have a sex video of her and Dan from five years ago that she could say is from a month ago. But I just don't think this is true. But, like, what do you say later when you make up? Like, I was lying. I just like, why would you say something shitty about yourself?
1: (laughs) Even if it was five years ago, imagine if Gino, like, had porn from his ex-wife still anywhere on his Uh, computer.
0: (laughs) No way. No way. Gino calls her a fucking whore and then leaves and a psycho Yeah. and then they depart. That's how we end the episode.
1: She's like walking down the street, wherever they're filming in Panama city. I don't think it's, it's obviously not her apartment wherever they're filming. She's just storming out to run
0: at night wherever she is. And definitely run off.
1: Definitely. She run run off. Yeah.
0: I think the most surprising thing about this ITM fight, like this like interview fight, is that they're filming in an actual room that looks like it looks on TV. I just assumed this was like a virtual Zoom background that they were like doing these interviews. A lot of them them are so
1: bad. Yeah. A lot of them are really bad green screens, but this was real.
0: This is like a real room with like real decorations that you actually see. I was like, Oh, it's a real place. <laughs> that was what surprised me most.
1: I mean, I guess if you're, if you're the production company, you must know that there is a non-zero chance of Jasmine getting up, punching someone and leaving. And you don't want to break the immersion by showing the green screen. So you have to film at real locations in case that happens. It's kind of, probably the same with Angela. You got to film yeah. somewhere real because God knows what's going to happen. And we don't want to get called out and miss some gold TV footage because we have a green screen.
0: You're right. Kyle, you should be a reality TV producer.
1: I, I'm made for it, you know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? Are you watching the other way season six and 90 day UK season two this summer? Do you just hate ads? If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about the absurdity of the 90-day franchise of shows and occasionally other reality TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed either via Patreon or with our 30-second sign-up on Supercast. It's only five bucks a month, so less on a Starbucks, it's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice, especially with Supercast. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, usually an hour and a half to two hours long, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, where we cover The Other Way, 90 Day UK, and any other 90 Day shows that are currently airing. You'll also get full access to our complete, podcast archive. So what are you waiting for? Treat yourself. Visit com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. All right. Well, do you have any closing thoughts about the episode about Jasmine's hair about, um, yeah. Any, any other distasteful people in this episode?
1: Uh, there were some funny moments, but I feel like, I mean two thirds of these couples are kind of transforming into bummer couples. And yeah, I feel like I still I'm starting to feel like this season it's one of the weaker before the ninety seasons ever.
0: Really? You think so?
1: It started weak, it got better. There have been some really good moments, but I don't know. I don't I just don't think it can compete with toe.
0: Toe is Toe it's is so
1: absurd. It's Quite so a fucking ride. crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're right. I do love The Other Way. I i think Gino and Jasmine and Misha and Nicola are really delivering. Super,
1: super entertaining. Yeah.
0: I like to make fun of Amanda. I like to make fun of Christian. David, Sheila, Riley, Violet bring nothing for me. But yeah, Christian, David and Sheila are pretty heavy.
1: Christian's just brutal. Yeah. Brutal um, to watch. And Statler, I don't know. Oh,
0: I forgot about her. God, there's so many couples. Yeah, I
1: forgot I about Statler. <laughs> so I much know. going on. She's Statler's had some for funny people, moments but too. But in, in I think yeah, so. controversial for some fucking yeah. reason,
0: but <laughs> I I'm still not like bored though. You know how sometimes no, you get no, to episode no. 12 and you're like, I'm so bored of these people. I think maybe no. that only happens on H E A and we just can't forget it. But yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm like I could scarred. have <laughs> We're still scarred it was so it was like five months it was so long i i could still go for several more episodes of this and not be bored i'm i agree i'm still enjoying it so yeah
1: do you remember the four part tell all i mean how, i mean i
0: talked I, about it with I, maddie I still... last week when you were gone or two weeks ago yes i was like the four part tell all extravaganza that that season of hea started filming in It started airing, I'm sorry, in late August of last year, and it went (laughs) until the end of January. It was Kate Casey I was talking to about that (laughs) because we were talking about Last Resort, and I was like, you know, this was filmed immediately following. Last Resort was filmed immediately following the four-part tell-all extravaganza of HEA season seven?
1: That okay, that four part tell all was our thermopylae, Kev. That was our <laughs> <laughs> that was our Sparta defense moment. It's hanging hanging on by a thread. Thanks for listening, guys.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening. We yeah, we'll be back next week. We're having a great time um with Toe and with 90 Day UK. I mean, they're really yeah. just fabulous content right now could not be happier with the range of content so thank you Matt Sharp thank you Discovery thank you TLC Uh, yeah we'll talk to you all next week
1: bye guys